Welcome, everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Round Table, coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station One. My name is Randy, and I'm your host for the evening. My colleagues and cohorts are author Caroline Oceana Ryan, who channels weekly messages and inspiration inspirations of the collective, her constant guides, as well as providing loving guidance for those who call on her. Psychic and soul historian Amina McGee, who loves fairies, dancing, elves, and ascended masters, all of whom are her constant companions. Our faction three white knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green, who have been involved for over 40 years in the mission of passing on information about the history of the planet, the Milky Way galaxy, the universe of Nebadon and all other universes out there. A biggest part of this story is the development and the imminent declaration of Nasara, a major part of the conversation on this show and a focus on the Friday and Saturday night shows as well. Micah studies alchemy and health-related matters, quantum physics, also with Mr. Kesh. He chops wood in Canadian forests and also carries water. Now before enlightenment, and suspects he'll be doing it after enlightenment. Well, for a while at least. Penny, our note taker, archivist, editor of material related to the weekly calls, and a researcher of subjects discussed. She fusses over sentence structure and spelling, though she does not wear round glasses or a bun in her hair. Since grade school, she has been, and still is, Choirster, in other words, she sings. That's what that means, the fancy words. Who likes good stories, puns, and laughters? Now, today's show will be a roundtable discussion on current events, so please do join us for that. And please do call in if you have a comment or a question on any issue. So, to start us off today, we're going to have a short meditation from Amina. Amina, I pass you the talking stick. Thank you, Randy, and welcome, everybody. And as in the past few weeks and this week, tonight we're going to do a divine healing for every soul on earth. So get yourself comfortable. Align your body so that you feel square and straight and your hands are resting loosely beside you. Breathe deeply and relax. Close your eyes. And in your third eye, you see the world and all the people on it. And as you're looking out on the world, you make sure your body is in alignment. Check and see if your weight is evenly distributed. As you put your hands out in front of you, Palms up. Read deeply. Say your own personal prayer. Invite your own personal guides. Asking your God for healing. Recognize the tensions around the world. And all the people that you look upon. And look into their hearts. Most are looking for peace. And even though they're not, offer them peace. Breathe deeply and surrender all the stress of the world 
attention to your God. Envision God's white light and the giant hand before and on top of the universe, of the world that you are watching. Watch it radiate as an electric blue ray over you, saturating your entire being and the entire earth and healing everyone on all levels. Watch everybody's physical body relax. Some may sit, some may lie down, some may stand with their arms up over their heads. And keep that vision as you begin to breathe slowly and deeply. And watch all the heartache leave their body, leave your body. Continue to breathe deeply. And watch the electric blue ray turn golden and enter down upon the earth and all its inhabitants. Surrender to it. And asking God to heal all that are open to receiving and even the ones that are not. See all the problems and all the suffering of their heart and mind and soul disintegrate and turn it into gas. Breathe deeply and allow yourself to listen to the choirs, to the angels singing. The angels of mercy singing. Listen to their harmonious voices. Continue to breathe deeply. Know that when the healing is complete, you will clearly see an improvement in the people around you and the people in the world. And keep visualizing that. Keep sending the healing out through your third eye. Allow yourself as this healing ends the luxury of being in visual contemplation of a safe haven where all are relaxing. Breathe slowly and allow yourself to drift upon the oceans of the world, the mountains of the world, and the people of the world where we are all one. And allow this healing to continue through your day or your night or whatever time it is in your world. Amen. We pass the talking stick back to you, Randy. Thank you, Amina. I'll remind our listeners that this is, is a roundtable discussion on current events. So please do call in if you have a comment or a question on any issue. 888 888- 429-5471 or 323-744-4841. Just write these down again. 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841.
So now we're going to go around the table and get our weekly updates. So who'd like to go first? Well, Randy, um, you know, I'm just feeling this is Caroline. Hi, everyone. Welcome. And um, I'm feeling these energies are, in a sense, cataclysmic, but maybe it's because the third dimension is folding up. What we have known is just folding up and saying goodbye to us. And that's why it's not working anymore. That's why things look as disastrous as they do in many parts of the world. Um, Certainly in the U.S., we don't have bombs dropping on us as um, for the most part as they do in Palestine, most sadly, and we want to hold them in that beautiful violet flame and the white flame of the divine feminine as well um, to transmute all that horror and density they're experiencing, to send them our love and support. Uh, So we are, are not going through that, and yet there are still disasters occurring in most countries because of climate disruption and the absolutely astounding rise in cost of living, which has been engineered and uh, is pure pure price gouging on the one hand and engineered uh, to destabilize populations and put them in a position where where they'll do anything and uh, obey anything to survive. So we're in an interesting time without a doubt. And yet the light coming in also opens portals of new possibilities we would never have seen before now. So in a sense, we welcome the light while we try to adjust to all the madness that is happening as the old passes away. And it's really kicking up its heels, <laughs> in my opinion. So that's how I, I'm seeing the energies. And I don't know necessarily that that inspires anyone. Thank you for your lovely description of my work. Um, but um, what I'm hearing right now from the collective is, you know, um admit that when we open our heart space, we can feel more divine love pouring onto the planet. There is more room for that. And our vibration is rising to meet that in new ways. And there is great good flowing to us around the corner and right now. So thank you, Randy. I'll hand that talking stick back to you. Thank you, Caroline. You're absolutely right. There's always room for love. Okay, I'm going to call upon Omina next. Are you ready? Yes, Randy, I am. And what I find with all the different energies and all the problems going on in the world, especially in Israel and Palestine, and I've discovered how strong I feel about not taking sides, And it's definitely bringing the warrior out in me. It's almost a little scary. Not enough to shut me up, but it's scary enough to make me talk. Because I saw on Facebook yesterday, you know how the the line, the line, the line, um, protects the land. Well, they have this, they have this very vicious, vicious, vicious line with the with the Israeli flag behind it and this line looked like it tore a lot of people apart because it was full of blood and gore. It really offended my sensibilities. And of course I had to write something and I did. And I said, really, this line looks so vicious 
and Israel is putting it up or somebody's putting it up. The Israel Project put it up there. And I said, all it's doing is telling me is that Israel, whatever they're doing, having the line tear people apart, or they're going to defend their land, do whatever it's going to take, it's not any different than the Nazi Germans did to the Jews. Because that's how violent the picture was. And I can't remember what else I said. But today I checked on it and I saw a line with no blood on it. And somebody wrote to me telling me how it defends the land and on and on and on. I wrote back and said, oh, I, yes. <laughs> Maybe my sense of humor kicked up. Is the lion going to protect the lambs or is it going to eat them? So somebody wrote back to me and said that we're there to defend the land and peace and all that stuff, that they were going to defend it to the end. And I just wrote back and said, well, there's never going to be peace until the lion can sit down with the lamb. And I'm totally against taking sides when you have children, elderlies, whoever it is dying because of the war that don't want the war, the majority don't want the war, and yet we hear about how many died in Palestine, uh, Israel. But thousands upon thousands have died in Palestine. They're going after hospitals. They're going after anything where to think that the terrorist group is. But in the wake of all of that, there's an awful lot of people dying. There's one picture I saw of a little boy, a little toddler in shell shock. I can't get that out of my mind. So I have to just keep sending lots of love, lots of peace. Lots of love to everyone because I don't know we're ever going to be able to wipe out man's inhumanity to men. And that's what, that's what my energy has been doing all this week. And I thought, well, I can't fight him that way, but I most certainly can fight him on a spiritual way. And it's not fighting. It's really the spirit just going out there trying to Bring a better energy. Bring a peaceful energy. I don't care if they like each other. Learn to live with each other. We all have to do it every single day. Again, I'm going to say, if you can't be kind, go out and find it. Because if you cannot be kind to people, I would guarantee you, you go outside your door, look for kindness, and it will come to you. And you will learn to be kind that way. Because if you're kind, you can't hurt anybody. I passed the talking stick. Thank you, Amina. And that's exactly what we don't want to do, is to be drawn into the drama that a lot of these pictures present to us. And like Amina said, the best thing to do is in your dream time, even in your waking time, just keep sending love. There are no winners in any war. No one wins. There are no winners. They like to portray that they're winning. Another side likes to portray that they're losing. But in essence, you go down the street, you talk to a hundred people. 
and you asked him, is it natural for a man to kill a fellow man over disagreement of an idea or land or anything? No, it's not. We've been programmed for centuries, for centuries on this war thing. We know that this is the last planet that is war in this galaxy, and it is going to come to an end. But every single person has to begin by having peace within. That's where it really, truly comes from. Okay, if you're ready, Penny, I'll call upon you for your report for the week. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, I have, um, in in, um, contrast to what the speakers before have said, um, I have rather some inspiring information from Aurora Ray. It's her very latest thing today. I'm not going to read it, but I want to bring up some of the ideas in it, and I will include the entire writing in the notes. But she she talks, it, just as an overview, she describes ascension, she describes the dimensions, and there are probably people on the call who've never uh, had much to do with some of these concepts, So, uh, they, and they're very simple exp- explanations, and uh, they're very good ones, too. And then she talks about uh, ascension in terms of the individual and ascension in terms of the collection. And one of the big things that she says is that ascension, um, uh, along with all the the benefits that it brings uh, to us, has been foretold for a long, long time. This is not just something that's appeared out of nowhere. This is the way it works for everybody because we're only the 33rd planet to be ascending. Um, but all of the people that are helping us, the Pleiadians, Hysterians, and all those dudes, they've already done their ascension in their own uh, planets, in their own state of living. So that's why they're here. They're here to help us uh, as we go through this very trying process. So. Um, yeah, there and and as she says about the the Galactic Federation, the people that are uh, working with us are benevolent beings of light, who are committed to assisting humanity and protecting planet Earth during its ascension process. And Rama's going to tell us a story of uh, what's going on in Gaza and one of the White Knights who's working over there and how they're helping people how they're helping humanity it's an awesome story but in the meantime i'm going to for the benefit of people who don't know about it just mention that the ascension process refers to the spiritual evolution and the raising of consciousness which is taking place on earth and humanity at this time and ascension signifies a transition into a higher state of awareness perception and being It involves expanding beyond the confines of our ego selves and embodying greater unity, compassion, wisdom, and understanding. And that's what uh, both Omina and and Caroline talk about all the time uh, through their guides and through the work that they do. 
signs uh, and metaphysical on a metaphysical level, she says, because we're ascending physically, but we're also and we're ascendingly spiritually. And she says ascension is marked by an increase in vibration and frequency. And that includes what's happening to us. And um, one of the things that we get is an increased awareness, uh, increased um, intuition and psychic uh, sensitivity and sometimes feelings of peace, (laughs) sometimes not. Um, But basically, we're going in that direction. So as long as we keep moving that way, we'll be fine. And another other signs of ascension, including what you've you've just what the people have been talking about already, understanding our own soul purpose, having connections with our spirits, guides and angels and having a desire to be of service. So then she goes on. So that's what ascension is about. And then she talks about there's uh, a collective ascension event, which is unfolding. And she talks about cosmic energies from our galaxies. And this, of course, ties in exactly with what Rama's been telling us for weeks now about the the uh, golden particles coming through the sun and all of the things that are happening with this uh, rising and falling of, uh, uh, well, auroras for one thing, but all the other, the sun and the energies every, all the time. Um We're getting uh, the cosmic energies are giving us increased awareness. They're giving us higher codes of information. And that's been talked about. And we hear that from uh, Graham Hancock and uh, Greg Braden and all the other people that we listen to on the other programs. And um, this is happening uh, all across the planet. Then she describes dimensions. Dimensions are levels of consciousness that act as a bandwidth of perception and experience. Um, one of the things we tend to think of is of going higher, and it's and we may think about um, it like a ladder, right? And actually, it's more about having an awareness and being more and more broadly aware um, of, of of the energies that are around us. Uh, and we're not going we're not going up anything. We're just growing outwards. And that's kind of uh, an interesting idea. So this ascension process is being guided by cosmic energies that are coming from the center of the earth, which the Mayan tradition calls the Hunabku. And anyway, this is giving us, we're growing rapidly and we're expanding in our consciousness. And we're coming to the awareness that our true identity is as multidimensional beings. And that we come to recognize the sacred nature of life. So there's a global shift in consciousness that's happening, and everybody's already made aware, uh, made uh, reference to that in terms of like we don't want any more war. We never did like it, but now everybody's standing up and saying no more war, no more war. And Tara has a story about that as well. So anyhow, I know all that is is coming for you to hear a little bit more. Um, One of the things that uh, Aurora Ray doesn't, she talks about the the Galactic Federation having been closely involved with Earth's history and evolution. So the idea that that we haven't um, had 
ETs or extraterrestrials or whatever you want to call them on this planet is just a load of you know what because they we've always had them and I have some photographs uh, of paintings that I have that came into my possession um, of paintings from the 15th 16th 17th century where the, you see the star and you see the ships uh, it's only in the last little while that the denial of all of this has come into uh, our awareness because it was never there before. So one has to ask the question, why is that happening? Anyway, uh, so the Federation, their message to humanity is we are not alone uh, in this process and help us here along with the promise of a beautiful new world. And as well, we have the Nasara uh, uh, inspirations uh, which provides an outline of what's uh, going to happen in terms of society, in terms of nature, in terms of how we do business and all those kinds of things. And we'll get some ideas about how it's going to unravel. So anyhow, the societies that are helping us, the Galactic Federation con uh, planets and individuals, they've already done it. They've succeeded. And... um we're the only, only the 33rd planet to do this, and all of our guides and ascended ones are mightily pleased with our progress and with our tenacity in the face of all the stuff that's coming down the pike at us at this particular moment. So we've won, and sometimes it doesn't look like it, but uh, we've won, and one of the things that we're all here on this program to do is to pass on information and to say to everybody out there, just call in, tell us what's going on, and um, we we can provide inspiration and uh, and commiseration because anything that's happening to you has been happening to us as well. So we know exactly what you're talking about. So don't be afraid to share. We'd be happy to hear. And in the meantime, um, all is well. And we will be soon out of this mess. So that's the end of my report, Randy. Thank you, Penny. And you can call in at 888-429-5174 or 323-744-4841. Well, my report's going to be a, a little bit of everything. But first, let's go back in time. And hear what President Truman has to say about the Palestinians. We had several other uh, people in the country, even among the Jews, the Zionists particularly, who were against anything that was to be done if they couldn't have the whole of Palestine and everything handed to them on a silver plate so they wouldn't have to do anything. It couldn't be done. We had to take it in small doses. You can't move... Uh, five or six million people out of a country and fill it up with five or six million more and expect both sets of them to be pleased. 49. But don't think that decision to recognize Israel is an easy one. I had to make a compromise with the Arabs and divide Palestine. The Jews wanted to chase all the Arabs into the Tigris and Euphrates River, and the Arabs wanted to chase all the Jews into the Red Sea. And I was trying, what I was trying to do was to find a homeland for the Jews and still be just for the Arabs. So you see, this game has been going on for a very long time. And as said earlier, no one wins. 
But I'd like to bring up another subject that's really, really in the hot seat. And that is the conflict. Here is the conflict explained. Hamas, we want a ceasefire. Israel, I thought you wanted to kill us all and take over the land. Hamas, we do want to kill you and take all your land. Israel, but I thought you wanted a ceasefire. Hamas, correct. We want to kill all of you and take all your land, but we also want you to stop fighting back. So these are what these so-called peace talks are like, exactly that. As I said earlier, no one wins. And you see, you have to understand something. We have career criminals, scammers, con artists, grifters, political operatives, government-funded social media influencers, sexual deviants, women abusers, pedophiles, false prophets, fraudsters, George Soros separatists, former failed politicians, and secret society infiltrators. And these are the people. They're offering to save us from the government corruption while asking for your donations. Folks, it's all coming to the surface. We don't need the negativity. These people will be dealt with because the universe has a different plan for planet Earth. And you see, like Mr. Kesh said last night, these new headphones which are going out are totally a new structure in the world of medicine, in the world of communication, and in the expansion of the soul. The universal communication system has nothing to do with this. It's a totally different system. The systems which will go out now to put on use by doctors and the physicians, gives the capability and so will be so advanced. Even I said during the teaching the past few days, even these headphones are so advanced, they're already obsolete in what has been developed from the time they've been produced. And Saturday night is the conference, so he said. In conference... On Saturday night, you will see the new version, the new dimension in technology, which has made these which are on the edge of the science still obsolete. And I think in the next few months, months, even those will be obsolete. They become, again, a generation which has passed. We know what it is. I know exactly how it's going to be. But our scientists, our research people, the developers in two, three different countries, which are developing different parts of it, have to become educated to understand it. Otherwise, it becomes monkey see, monkey does. So you have to learn and you have to trust. If you cannot do, find access to the wellness centers and the machines which are getting expanded and start learning how to use it. What he is basically saying is the true healing begin with the physical soul, the physical emotional body, and the soul spirit body have to be in communication. 
they also have to be in balance. And this is what the technology is going to do, is bring all that into balance. The problem is, these are my own words, humans have been educated that a machine is going to heal them. We have to go way back in history and see all the gadgets and all the inventions that have been going on for a very long time. Vaccines. The first vaccine was done in 1796 where Edward Jenner took information and took the stuff from a blister of someone infected with cowpox and inoculated into another person's skin. skin. This was called arm-to-arm inoculation. Well, here we are 227 years later, and we still have smallpox. So let's understand something else. X-rays. Did you know that Nikola Tesla actually was the first person to x-ray the human body? He did it to himself. These are things that have have been suppressed for what? For the control of information. There are so many things that are going to come out in the next little while that people are going to literally fall off their living room couch and go on the floor and wonder, what the hell did I just see? Because this has been, this suppression of things has been going on for centuries. Today, I sent Rama three pictures of Howard Carter inside the Great Pyramid with the giants, with Egyptian headdresses, and not headdresses, but uh, what you call the things you wear in your chest and stuff. Now, he's going to send that out to his people and get checked out. Just after I talked to him, I sent those pictures to my friend who works for Hollywood. And he knows how to fake pictures and fake video and fake voices and do everything. And all I asked him was real or CGI. He got back to me 20 minutes later and said, real. So this is it. You have to realize something. The amount of fakery that's going on on the planet right now is beyond people's belief. You see, countries all over the world, the politicians, the scientists, they're all backpedaling now because the big COVID scam has been found out. It's been found out by so many people. It's published in papers. For example, Moderna's FDA fact sheet, safety sheet, openly discusses that their injection contains SM-102, which is a lipid amino acid used for the formation of nanoparticles. But it turns out that SM-102 is not for human veterinarian diagnostic therapeutic use because of the health hazards. Talking about health hazards, 
just a second. Give me a second. I have to find where it is. Okay. The U.S. just approved the highly anticipated E.I. Lilly weight loss drug. Doesn't everybody want to lose weight? We're overweight because the food we eat isn't real food. They just approved it. It's a highly anticipated weight loss drug called Zepbound. It's the latest entrant in a field of powerful new obesity medicines. These are weekly injections. Hmm, I wonder what else they're hiding in there. It's been indicated for patients who are obese or overweight with at least one weight-related condition, such as high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, or high cholesterol. Now, the FDA says obesity and overweight are serious conditions that can be associated with some of the leading causes of death, such as heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Now, the active ingredient was comes out of some kind of a diabetes-controlled drug. So they took 2,500 people and they said, well, using our injection drug, they lost 48 pounds on the average. But losing 5 to 10% of body weight through diet and exercise has been linked to a reduced risk of cardiovascular diseases. But of course, these things are going to bring a lot of hope to a lot of people. But what do these things cost per injection? Over $1,000 every injection. Now, but listen to the side effects. Stomach paralysis, pancreatic, pancreatitis, bowel obstruction. You know how they're making you lose weight? They're shutting your body down. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, constipation, discomfort, pain. My question is, how do they get away with this over and over and over again? It's simple. These companies lobby all the government institutions to pass all this stuff with money under the table. Senators get Rolls Royces, mansions, free this, free that. All that is coming to an end. It has to. If mankind is going to take care of this planet, we have to take care of ourselves. And if we take care of ourselves, take care of our neighbor, we'll take care of the animals, we'll take care of the earth. And all these activists that are doing all these strange, crazy things Just stop oil. I wonder how many checks Exxon is writing these people. Remember, Greenpeace was financed by Exxon. A lot of these activists are financed by the same companies they're fighting against. Why? Because they need to sell newspapers. They need to sell the evening news. So they create all of this stuff. Unfortunately, too many people have drank the Kool-Aid, drank the fluorided water, brushed your teeth with the garbage fluoride in the toothpaste, which nulls your brain, 
doesn't make you want to think for yourself. And unfortunately, the kids that are in school right now are being bombarded by nothing but disinformation. But give these kids credit, because a lot of them now are taking their cell phones and they're recording what they're being taught in school, and then they're showing their parents and asking their parents, why don't I learn anything about real life? So parents are going to school boards and they're raising cane. And some places, they're being arrested because of just nothing but stupidity. So that's enough for me. I think it's time. Micah, are you ready with your report? Before I bring on Ramantara. Greetings. Thank you, Randy. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Uh, so, last week, um, excuse me for one second here, guys. Last week, Mr. Kesh was warning the Americans and Israelis that if they continued with their plans to commit genocide in Iran, then their countries would be living in the Stone Age. And then Jordan expelled the Israeli ambassadors and other Arab nations are expected to follow. He clearly hinted that what we understand as Armageddon is on the verge of manifesting, but that this is good news for those who are waiting for everlasting peace to come. It seems that first of all, the warmongers have to slug it out over the Holy Land and the biggest warmonger will lose its superiority. And then the new technology and knowledge will be able to come out. He said, definitely, peace is going to win, but we do not know how things will take shape. For me, this shows that all the leaders uh, know about the new technology uh, and about Mr. Cash and all the developments that are going on. They are only playing this game to keep the masses from knowing. It's such an unbelievable game of manipulation. In addition, he said there was huge news from China and other nations that will have a big effect and that a government, we are assuming China, will testify to the other countries that yes, they have tested the technology and it works. I am assuming that they will reveal the results of the tests of the creation of materials from the plasma fields. That should shock all the governments into action. It's important for all of us knowledge seekers to pray and keep our intention positive that the souls of the leaders will be brought into the ambassadors meeting to bring that change. And that is happening on Saturday of this month, this upcoming Saturday. So I uh, would just say for all of us to stay centered in our hearts and focused only on love in each and every moment in our high hearts in service to the greatest good of all. And with that, I pass the talking stick back to you, Randy. Thank you, Micah. Well, I just got sent something very interesting. Did you know that in 18... Bring the pick 1848. This is what Lincoln said. The eyes of that extinct species of giant 
whose bones fill the mound of America, have gazed on Niagara as our eyes do now. What did he know? Talking about giants in 1848. But there are lots of pictures all over the place of giants. And why did they suppress these things? Because they can't control you if you know the proper history of the planet. And on, and actually, fortunately, I always say cell phones, one time they used to be a bane, but I like them now because everybody's got one and everybody is saying, oh my God, look at that, let's film this. Oh my God, look at that, let's film that. And people are getting caught. Politicians are getting caught. They're all getting caught because everybody has now become a reporter for the truth. Because that's what's really going to prevail. The truth. One of the oldest shows, The X-Files, said the truth is out there. Well, it is out there, but the truth actually begins from within. So it's in and it's out. And why did they take that show off the air? Because it told the truth in so many episodes. The boys, the powers that were, because they don't have any power anymore, they simply didn't like the truth being told. Many, many shows are out there now on all sorts of venues that are telling the truth. But sometimes they're using comedy and a fictionalized show to tell you the truth. That's how they're getting away with it. They're telling you the truth. They're burying it in the comedy. But you have to listen to it. So I think it's time to call upon Rama and Tara and get their weekly update. I pass a talking stick to you two. Oh, my greetings. Greetings, everyone. This is a scholarly work of art here. So far, so good. Aye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before Rama speaks about the whole week of Faction 3 White Knight reports, Penny mentioned that I had something to share from... um, the point of view of moving mountains, if you look at it in a good way. Uh, And this was on MSNBC on the readout. And it starts this way. It says, just going to pull this up a little bit. Yes. Okay. Today, the White House said, that Israel will begin daily four-hour pauses Mm -hmm. in Israel's military campaign in the Gaza Strip amid growing pressure to allow more aid to get into Gaza. Yes, people can't even get food or, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, okay. And more hostages held by Hamas. to be released. And I just want to say that um, Hamas is an operation that was created and paid for by United States tax 
dollars from our deep state. That's really important to know. And uh, so then we go on. While speaking to reporters today, President Biden also said, quote, there is no possibility of a Gaza ceasefire, unquote. It's an answer. Americans are increasingly rejecting, including Americans that work on the Hill. More than 100 congressional staffers participated in a vigil in front of the Capitol building Wednesday. And uh, Democracy Now! Amy Goodman covered it. Oh, my. (laughs) Calling on members of Congress to support a ceasefire in Gaza. President Biden continues to face pressure for restraint after his full-fledged support for Israel and its right-wing government. It's a dilemma that exploded into the headlines as a as a veteran State Department official in the bureau that oversees arms transfers resigned in protest of the Biden administration's decision to boost military aid to Israel. This is really where the power of one and alignment with the oneness of the of the many works. One man inside this whole situation. In his resignation letter uh, posted on LinkedIn, on October 18th, um, Josh Paul, and I believe he was on Amy's, one of his her shows too. But anyway, Josh Paul wrote, quote, we cannot be both against occupation and for it. We cannot be both for freedom and against it. And we cannot be for a better world while contributing to one that is materially worse. I believe to the core of my soul that the response Israel is taking and with it the Americans' support both for that response, the American support both for that response and for the status quo of the occupation will only lead to more more and deeper, more and deeper suffering for both the Israeli and the status quo of the occupation. Um, uh, uh, more suffering for both the Israeli and the Palestinian people and is not in the long term American, uh, America's interest. I thought that's just like, it's huge. And at the same time, there was a book that just came out, uh, by Brian Shelter. 
It's called Network of Lies, the epic saga of Fox News, Donald Trump, and the battle for American democracy. Fox is the black widow at the center of the web of lies that perverts American politics. That is a huge statement. So we got hope here because the uh and I I I took what Caroline said. She talked about the white flame of divine feminine. Uh, and that's uh it's got to do with the I am sanctuary teachings called white fire core of being. And the divine feminine energy, that white fire core of being, it's the ability to receive love. That's what it is. It's the ability to receive love. And that's really the situation uh, that we find ourselves in right now. And so um, with that, I, I, I'm just amazed. Uh, with that, we just want to do our little financial thing right at the beginning here. Yes. Uh, uh, we're in, we're behind in all of our bills. Uh, so we're like at the place where they might turn off the lights, they might turn off the electricity, you know, and we might, and if, if we have the electricity off, then no shows. <laughs> yes. And, uh, uh, and also, uh, there's another, uh, our, our internet's way behind. And so altogether we have $255 worth of bills that we really have to pay like yesterday. And so I'm just asking for, we're both asking for yes. substantial contributions. In loving presence. And I know that, um, right now everybody's going through the same thing with this outrageous <laughs> inflationary cycle that were was designed as randy said intentionally designed so uh together we can do it we know we can the other thing is that as we get the assistance there's a sister of ours her name is helena andransko she's been in the hospital since the uh 29th uh with covid pneumonia and they didn't know if they were going to get to have her stay with us but uh she's progressed she's moved from one stage to the next stage and today for the first time she got to move in with another person they took her out of isolation and they said your covid pneumonia is completely gone so that's very good now um, because she's been in the hospital for so long and she's in a rehabilitation part of the hospital now. So they're, they're doing things to help her get more mobile now. Um, so in lieu of that, I mean, Helen gives us at least $200 towards our bills and that's what's basically missing $255. Okay. But, uh, so as, uh, we all here can make a, a good contribution to bring that into play, then I know that, yes, we can. <laughs> yeah. What do you say, Rama? 
Yes, and we do. We are behind in BBS radio. We really a whole month. Yes, this is really important to get. And see, this this is interesting because this is the last month that we have to catch up with what we owed from February. So it makes it a large sum every week. Yes, uh, of three hundred and nine dollars. But when we get to the last week of 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 last month. It goes down to um uh what does it go down to two ninety seven or something because it's 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 instead of an extra fifty dollars it's only an extra uh thirty seven dollars and that completes February so we're free of February and we're coming fully into our own again uh and that so um I just know this this as we move this world group service energy together that we're all doing by witnessing bringing the Sara law, that is the most critical thing that most people think uh, we've been smoking something funny all these years. And it started in 1949 with the annexation of Israel as a state of the United States, which they have completely covered up. And that's where the pressure is of Joe Biden going over there and saying, come on, we'll take everything. It's like being like one of the states over here, you know, having segregation going on it. And there's an actual war going on in one of the states over here. And, and, and that, because that's what it is. It's a state as if it were over here of the United States, but it's over there. And the apartheid going on there between being Palestinian and being Israeli, I thought Omina made it very clear that she knows that she's not taking sides. Mm -hmm. But it's very clear to know that this peace, that Hamas is not about anything except a deal secretly made that the tax dollars that we're paying for over here since Israel's, uh, 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 you know, gets our taxpayer money over there too. We give about eight or nine billion dollars to Israel every year and every kind of thing. So, uh, that's kind of interesting. So, uh, the people are waking up. This energy coming in here is continuing to go higher. And the people, the American people are saying, uh, and I won't forget it's called. What's the name of that song? War is over. John Lennon said that, didn't he? All we are saying is give peace a chance. All right. Could I ask you something? Yes, Omina, please. I would like to ask a question. What I don't understand, and I don't want to say what I think it is, but what I don't understand is Israel is supposed to be one of the highest intelligence that they have for gathering it and getting it and giving it and whatever. And they missed the warning that Hamas was going to attack. See, I don't believe that. There's a part, a big part of me that really thinks this whole thing was a setup. You're right. You're right. That's why it was set up by the United States deep state. And Israel knows all about it. Netanyahu knows all about it. So let me ask you then, was that for to give 
was that to give Israel permission to go and attack the Palestinians? Yes, because uh, they they still hold, you know, that Israelis are higher for some reason. They have Israel. They, Israel is one of the highest on alert countries in the world with their training and their intel and all of you know and all of that. I mean, it just does not make sense. You have to understand that they're covering up the fact that the IDF trains our police force. They go over to Israel and Israel trains our police force with their IDF. The IDF have been murdering Palestinians for a very Many, 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 many decades on purpose with intentionality. And that's what they're teaching over here, the police force to do in terms of the color of the skin over here. But the, but the history of Israel, the United States, when Israel came into power and in 1948, when they got the, when they declared Israel as a state and from there on, all of their training and intelligence and IT and armies and everything else, an awful lot of that was supplied by the United States. Yes, because it's a difference between what happened in 1948. It was its own state over there. In 1949, they became a state of the United States, and they don't tell anybody that. People don't know that. And that's where the deep state of the United States supports them even in crime and that's where we get the training from those people who are committing crimes every day and justifying it and bringing that over here and this is not a pretty thing that part is not talked about and i don't think you understood that either so i hope i made the distinction clear did you get that some of i got that i mean i'm just still I can't see where anybody, a country on that high alert all the time, could miss that intel that they were going to be attacked. They set that it up. Does, my brain cannot get around that because the Israelites, they're not stupid. No, but I want you to know that I'm going to say this, and Rama, I think we, we can say this together. Caroline, I know you heard your voice there, but... um. The United States and Israel as a state of the United States, not as its own independent state, as a state of the United States, that, in other words, I believe that Netanyahu and Joe Biden planned it together and made it like it looks like, you know, that they didn't know. And you've got to realize that the people of Israel do know they do not it's over 80% now of the people of Israel do not want to have anything to do with Netanyahu. They well, they didn't want anything to do with him before when they got him out. How did it I get know. him again? And, he, and he's been dead for as long as he's been out. He's been dead just like Joe Biden's been dead for about five years. Uh, Mr. Netanyahu's been dead for that long, too. So this is a game that is planned. And, you know, and we've got a fake fake Putin, too. This is from our deep state. You know, the real Putin has been alive for almost 500 years in the same body. 
And there's nobody that knows that either. But uh, let's see what, Omina, just hang on for a second. Let's see what Caroline has to say, because I know she's got something on the, on her mind. Caroline. Well, I just was agreeing with what you were saying. I, I've been thinking over the past, you know, few weeks that it's madness that these two solid holograms are anyway leading the charge. And they're totally programmed by their handlers, is Joe Biden's handlers, who are setting everything up with Netanyahu and, and the deep state. And it was just bait. They thought, well, what can we do to justify wholesale slaughter, complete genocide? And mm-hmm. we pretend, oh, we had to bomb that refugee camp because there was one of our leading combatants there, one of the Hamas leaders was there. Oh, we had to bomb those hospitals because there's tunnel entrances under the hospitals. I mean, it's absolute madness that's been disproved. And they Caroline, 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 not only that, it's a war crime. Yes, indeed. This is exactly the point that these are crimes against humanity. And they, this is a naked deep state, uh, full frontal attack. And we've saw it during the pandemic as well against the citizenry, but this is, it, it, literally an explosive one because um, they're, they've chosen war, they've chosen genocide, so as to grab the, it is a land grab, as this dear woman who's a, a Holocaust survivor was saying on Democracy Now! yesterday, she's in oh. her 80s, she's been an uh, activist for who knows, since childhood probably, she mm-hmm. was there, she saw people um, dying in, in uh, the war in Germany in the 40s, and um, you know, uh, she said it's a land grab. And I think that's one thing. But there's also, um, I don't know, is there, do you feel there's a dark Satonian influence? I'm feeling it's a, it's, it's so dark, it's a satanic um, blood ritual, the whole thing. Um, yes. And it's yes. related as well, dark ET involvement as well. Yes. Um, I could say that this is a very ancient story and it's no accident that you brought up those skeletons, Randy, and I will talk to the white knights about it, but yeah, the, they're, uh, in those pictures, they had human beings that were at least five and a half or so tall, feet tall. And those skeletons must've been about 35 or 40 feet tall. And this has been going on since uh, the flood. I mean, this is a very ancient story, and we're going to play something talking about that from Gaia TV in the next uh, in 24 hours on Saturday. Um, how Anki and then Lil... And the Nephilim, the fallen angels, knew that an asteroid was going to hit the Earth, cause a flood, and what was the result of that nuclear winter. And how this all ties in with this area of the Middle East. Like I said, I think a week ago or more, there is a anomaly a portal that it moves around in the middle east 
and it's connected with the, I, I could say, sort of a tear in the fabric of space-time, mm-hmm. like the Bermuda Triangle, like the Golden Triangle in Laos, South Vietnam, North Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You know, people disappear, ships go in and out. It, there are many places. Yeah, there's I'll, one in the South China Sea, too, when they go over the water they disappear just like over here there's a vortex portal over alaska where people disappear mm-hmm. um all of this has to do with this time we're in where it's coming to a conclusion and, and the so, astrology is talking about yeah. this at this time as well mm-hmm. that this is the final story and Pluto is taking us on a journey through the underworld to look at everything that has been going on all up in front of us last 26,000 years of trauma and it is being healed at the same time. And I should probably read this before it gets too late. Almina, are you satisfied that you learned a little more about the whole bigger? Well, you know, I think I've come to the conclusion that they don't let me see an awful lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, your your guy's mission is so different than my mission. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of what we, in terms of what I'm allowed to see and what, and what I can come to my own conclusions. Usually when it comes to people, that's where I see everything. Yes. And I don't fully understand and they don't show me how it works. Holograms of people, all of that. I don't fully understand that. And I don't go into deep into it. I just accept whatever. I'm going to accept because I think what it does, I think what the, I think the message for me is to stay on your own mission because that's so important because whatever I do with me or anybody else, it affects everybody else in the world. It takes so, all of us, it takes all of us, doesn't it? Omega? Exactly. And it's always for the higher good. So on a global level, when it comes to governments, I can definitely do I can definitely tune into individuals, but only certain ones. So I just assume the masters just work with me and say, that's not where you're supposed to be. So I don't go there. I try to understand it, but if I don't, I just let it go. I just pray for them all. I pray for everybody. Yeah, we got to let it all go right now. So that. Well, yeah, I go with the flow. And in my dream world, I often go to visit there. And and do some work, whatever I'm doing. I remember some of it. I don't remember it all. It's a good thing I don't remember it all because I wake up exhausted. <laughs> and I know that my body has been doing work. <laughs> and I get glimpses of the work where I'm, because I'll end up somewhere where I have no idea where I am. <laughs> and then whatever I'm doing, I'm helping somebody. <laughs> it's just, you know, one of those things. One, <laughs> I still haven't. I still have not figured out my my three dreams about Mr. Trump. Mm. Oh. 
and they won't show, they won't explain them to me. So I just have to wait till it happens, and then I'll know. I think that'll unfold, Amina. I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll unfold, and and that's just the way it is, and I'm okay with that. Amina, I can tell you one thing about um, um he was he was premeditated by the oligarchy. In other words, they they took a royal uh princess uh from uh from Dutch royal Dutch prin- royal princess. She went to South Africa and they in, they have seed banks uh with uh sperm banks with Hitler's sperm and Mussolini's sperm. So they took a mix of those seed bank sperms and they implanted them into the Dutch royal princess in South Africa. And that's the real parentage, if you want to put it that way. Well, there's definitely no loyalty there or royalty there. Oh, yes. The Dutch royal princess is a Dutch royal. She's from... No, no. I mean, it did not manifest itself in Mr. Trump. Oh, of course not. They didn't intend for it to do it. They intended for him to be their tool to create a fascist state and kill democracy. They intended to have him be president exactly when they put him up there to be president so that he could create fascist state and end democracy forever in the United States because that's their worst enemy. They want to control everything. Well, that's not going to happen. No. But that's where we're right in the middle of right now because the light's really flowing in. All right. Okay. That's That's it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Omina. So, Rama, read this little week's uh, journey here we've been on. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this starts on Friday uh, the 3rd. I went and sat with 14 deer and nine crows and the caretaker of the I Am Sanctuary at Santa Fe, New Mexico at 11.29 this morning. The caretaker said to me, Lord Rama, we are in a very precarious time right now and we are in the most transformative time as well. I can tell you that the decrees that Mama and Daddy Ballard gave at the time were tremendously effective in overcoming the darkness in World War II. And we are surely in that time right now. As we, as we would all come together and meditate for just four minutes a day, and Lord Kion of magnetic, magnetic Service knows what he's talking about as he says that. Just, you know, um, Bruce Lipton talks about this. Greg Braden talks about this. When we come together in the quantum field and meditate just four minutes a day, things shift. They shift in physical reality. This ties in with the entanglement of the quantum field. Spooky effects at a distance. This is what Einstein was talking about with how everything is entangled in the quantum field. 
And, and we're going to have another saga of that with Nassim Harin, Harin yes. and Teresa Ballard because they're both quantum physicists and they're going to have a little chat with us on Friday night's show. Come to the show Friday. You'll we'll have some wonderful experiences. Yes, and Saturday too. Okay. Then the create, caretaker said to me, you remember the Beatles, Rama, right? And I said, yes. I know that they went on to study with His Holiness Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. The caretaker responded, the time is now that we with the quantum field can stop this darkness. The time is now. We have all the knowledge and wisdom we need. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste, Grace of Violet Fire. And this is Saturday, the 4th. I went up the mountain almost to the top, just before the ski valley. There I sat, set up a Jedi Council. First I was joined by the five deer and three crows. It was 11.30, late this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, we know you feel the sadness of any violence going on anywhere at any time on Earth, Mother. And at this time, we ask you to blaze the violet fire and use the emerald green ray of healing and rejuvenate everyone on Earth. Then Chun Li suddenly appeared in the Jedi Circle. She said to me, Greetings, Lord Rama. The sun is bringing the upgrade we now need. There have been big solar flares going on in the last couple of days. This is increasing the ascension energies. There are stories and legends about the ancient dragons returning. Chun Li went on, Lord Rama, I have seen your friend Ruth the White Dragon. She has been seen over the South China Sea. This is, she is making her presence known to let the people know that all the elementals are here. Please place the Middle East and all of these areas in the circle of support and place the violent fire. Yeah. And this is Tuesday. I sat with seven deer and four crows this morning at 11.30. They said to me, Lord Rama, stay in the oneness. The energies are extremely, extremely high. No matter what's going on, stay in the center of the circle. Then I received a text message from Tom the Ring, Tell Cat, and Sweet Angelique the Cat at 11.45 late this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, we were at Stonehenge for sunrise again. The portals are opening with this new moon coming up here on Saturday. Everything that is going on is lifting us higher, even though we are going through the shadow of Mordor. 
the light of ten trillion suns is also pouring in. This may sound strange to you, Lord Rama, yet everyone's twelve strands of DNA are being fully activated, whether they know it or not. This is what Patty Coda Robos talks about. Almost every week she brings this up. Our twelve strands of DNA are fully activated and we need to use those energies as we tune in and turn off the Maya, we'll hear the force. I'm not kidding. I do it every single day. We are in. We are the creator sons and daughters of the Most High. As we think with our hearts, the answers are forthcoming. Accountability is on the table. As we Join in groups and meditate for four minutes, as Kryhan has asked us to do. We can change energy, space, time, and matter. <laughs> we are directly connected to the quantum field. As we ask with our heart, the answers will show up. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Satnam Namaste, Grace, Divine Fire. And this is yesterday. I drove up the road of a smaller mountain, a little on the outskirts of Santa Fe at 11.30, mid-morning. I parked off the road and had barely stepped onto the forest, into the forest, to be met by eight deer and nine crows. They all said to me, Lord Rama, the mornings lately are on the chilly side, even close to freezing. I sat with them quietly for about 40 minutes. They were very needy in the sense they all <laughs> cuddled up to me and it was a, uh, it was a trip. Just, you know, they're big animals, but they know they're not going to hurt me and I'm not going to hurt them. Then I received a text from Lady Nada at 11.10 late this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, on Tuesday, Representative Rashida Tlaib got censured by the House of Representatives for speaking her mind on the House floor. The vote was 234 to 188, with 22 Democrats joining the Republicans to censure her. Lady Nada continued, Lord Rama, what is going on is ethnic cleansing in Gaza, and it is the United States and Israel doing it. By agreement, together, what we need to do is focus on sending the emerald green ray and the violet ray into the heart of Gaza. There have been huge solar flares again today. Thus, the ascension symptoms are, again, also extremely high. Stay in the high heart. Remain in unconditional divine neutrality in all things. Satnam Namaste, Blaze the Violet Fire. I have been seeing in the last 
three days I could say monster solar flares coming off the sun that are coming this way. And there have been huge aurora borealises over uh, Fairbanks, Alaska, and other parts of the world. They have come so far south, they're being seen on the plain of where Stonehenge is. As you go out there, at, you know, close to midnight, you can see the auroras, the green, that gamma ray energy, the emerald green. And, and mag- lime green is And lime too. green and magenta, some blue, some yellow. Violet. Yes. I mean, these are the energies coming in from the sun to transform us right at this time. And it's amazing to watch. And at the same time, you know, the the 13th family, they're playing out their last moments and send more love. That's how we get through this story. And this is today. I received a text message from Rosa of Palestine at 11.15 this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, I am in an undisclosed location under the Giza Plateau. I asked Rosa, are you all right? She answered me by saying, I am with a small group of tall Nordics, Pleiadians, Syrians, and Andromedans. And we are helping the people of Gaza from the etheric physical in whatever way we can. We occasionally take three starships to Gaza from this light city here under the Giza Plateau to rescue the people there. Once we we beam them onto the three starships, we take them to the sick base where they are where there are medical doctors, nurses, and ship technology android assistants who use advanced light technologies to quickly diagnose and heal their injuries, as well as their trauma. Then we beam them up to the large mother, larger motherships traveling in orbit outside the gravitational field of Earth. They are safe there and are in a learning environment about life in Starfleet Academy. Class is now in session. Finally, they will be returned home when it is safe, with a gift of more knowledge and wisdom than they ever thought possible. Place all of this in the circle of support in place of violent fire. Satnam Namaste. And... I pass the talking stick back to you, Randy. Did you finish the whole thing? Yeah. All right. Are you there, Captain Red? I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. So, you see, we do live in exciting times. We do. But we made the choice to come here. We did. That's what people have to realize. Your soul made the choice to come to this planet, not go to Mars, not go to the Venus or or Zeus or anything else like that. It chose Earth. Mm -hmm. Why? Because this is the grand playground. 
for souls to experience physicality. Mm-hmm. And our mission, should we excite to accept it, but damn it, we did because we're here. <laughs> yep. to now go out into the universe and teach this to others. That's what Mr. Kesh has always said. We are a space institute. And we're here to help mankind. That means every human being prepare himself to meet our off-world friends, which is more family. They're here. They've always been here. What were we thinking? Well, you know, I know on Mars they don't have any dance schools. So, that's well, you what... know, <laughs> when you talk about how we pick, and I don't know why I was in such a hurry, but in the 20th century, three lifetimes in one century, I did three lifetimes in one century. The last one, I'm still here, but I did two more before that. Yeah, I just left, came right back, left, came right back again. And what was I thinking? I'm not doing it again. It's, That's the. Go ahead. No, go, no, you go ahead. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's fascinating if people were aware why why they picked this lifetime, why they came into a certain society, why. Most come into families that plan. Some of them just pop in and out. But most plan with families because they're a soul group and they're working on stuff or paying off karma, trying not to create it, whatever they're doing. If most people could be aware, we wouldn't have half the problems that we have in the world. Okay, I've asked the dog to pick back to you. And in the same essence, We've learned all those lessons. As a collective group of souls, meaning humanity in general, and said, okay, we've learned all that crap. We don't have to repeat it anymore. So let's change the program and go to the next step. But before we can do that, we have to clean house, as it were. Animals have done this already. You mean like we have to clean up our energy? Exactly. Clean up our energy. Yeah. The animals already know how to live off the energy. Definitely. Take a look at lions. People think, oh, they're just a killing animal. Well, have you know that in the cat world, your domesticated little putty cat that's laying on the couch in your house has a higher kill rate than Mr. Lion in the desert. Yeah, I believe that. Because when a lion goes out and surveys his territory, it's hundreds of miles. First, he's protecting his territory. He does that every day, sometimes every night, sometimes all the time. Then they sleep. So you have to realize the ability that animals have to take a little bit of food and store that food, eat that food, and take it. Take birds that migrate from one part, let's say 
birds that come from North America to fly down to South America for the winter. Yeah. How many times did they stop for food? It'd be interesting to know if anybody has actually put a beacon on like a goose or something like that to see how often they stop. No, I think they have done a lot of studies on that. And 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 the same with butterflies. I mean, butterflies might go through many generations by the time they go back to the... Um, I think they go to the Amazon jungle. Certain butterflies do. They migrate there, and then they migrate back up north again. And, yeah, a lot of birds do that. I mean, it's amazing how they just know how to do it. And they're tiny. Some are big, some are tiny. Yeah, and think, think of the energy it takes. Yeah. Why those thousands of miles. Yep. And how many times them wings beat up and down and the muscular control. You know well, I would think they take themselves lightly. We do take this is, this is the thing that I think that they they absolutely need to teach people is the amazingness of nature itself. We don't hear about oh, yeah. that stuff. No, they don't, you know, to me, compared to what they're teaching kids today, compared to what I was taught, it's a crime. It absolutely is a crime. Yeah. Because, and some kids are so aware, they don't, they know they don't need any schooling. They're so far ahead of the teachers. They're so far ahead of their parents. And you know, but there's no, there's no parents or teachers going to admit that. That's true. They don't want to have their ego hurt or their pride. Well, swallow your or or their their ignorance doesn't know how to satisfy that curious child. They don't have the information themselves to give it to to feed that child some or stimulate that child. I should say. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And then, the you know, when you take a look at what's going on in the world, the poor parents are being bombarded by so much stuff, but our kids are too. The kids are too because of social media. And, you know, it's sad to say, but I think a lot of the generations, the younger generations, I wonder if they really have any communication skills. They're certainly not being taught any. Well, you know, I've, I've said this before. The children that are coming in now are so advanced. I think they're advanced souls, but they're, they are psychologically, physiologically advanced, talking faster, more sophisticated, walking more. They're just... Maybe that's what we need, a whole generation of very bright, advanced souls in order to equal out the world or bring peace to it, bring something to it. So it's, then there's a whole generation that looked like they were born posing for their picture. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yes. You expect them to come out of the womb holding a phone in their hand. Yes. Because they're so 
I don't know if they can even think, if as they grow, can they do any critical thinking for themselves because they're so bombarded with everything. And now you have artificial intelligence coming up that practically does everything. It does everything. That's a whole huge area right there. We could do a show on that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, well, anyway, I'm glad I'm getting ready to go out of the world and come into it. So, because I'm not coming back into it. That I do know for sure. Not not a, a dense, angry, violent world at any rate. Maybe a fifth dimensional world, but. I'll come back to a fifth dimensional world, but I don't have any interest in returning. To I'm future. going to come back as an ascended master. That's all. That's 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 it. I'm not going to. I'm not coming back into a body going through all of that. I'm going to pop in and out whenever I want. <laughs> I don't Just blame like you, I, huh? I don't blame you. I hear you. Well, I can do it now and bilocate, and I can and I can do it in my dreams. But I can sit here and bilocate somewhere. So if I'm doing some work. So I don't see why I can't come in and send a master. It's amazing because you can stop everything and just pop right in, then get all done with you have to get done, then pop out again. Talk about magic. Hmm. Okay. Wow, interesting. But we are magicians. Our souls exactly. are magicians. We're we're magicians of the higher order. The other day when I went for my Check up for my eyes. I observed him. The doctor that he has, he's in a children's part of the hospital. So I got a chance to observe children from the age of one all the way to six and 12. These two little boys, they have these decorations on the wall of the hospital and all these knobs to turn and things to push and things to rattle. And these two boys, maybe one was four and the other was maybe five or six. Look, well, what's the purpose of this thing? What's it doing here? You know, the kid, well, it's for us to bang and play and make lots of noise with. You know, they're contemplating their own little world in with themselves. Interesting to watch one little child see another child have a bottle of water and the other little guy, he, he crawled across the way to try to get a drink of that other kid's water. The other kid held the water like he was going to share. Well, Mama didn't want any, any anything of that, you know. But the kids themselves were smarter than the parent. Here, he, you know, here, take some of mine. Well, parents didn't want that. Yeah. Why? Because they're taught not to trust. The sad thing was, there was this one little girl in a wheelchair, and they had a thing set down there, so her she had her phone there. She couldn't be any older than one and a half to two years old. Already being indoctrinated and entertained by the phone. Because mom was so busy on the phone doing who knows what. And you see, this is where, yes, technology is here. It's all part of things. But the biggest thing I always tell people, who invented this technology? The human brain did. The human brain invented the the software, the human brain had to invent the machines to make it. The human brain has to figure out how to assemble it, how to put together, how to use it. Because I remember the first computer course I took 
He said, the first thing you have to do is learn how to turn the machine on, okay? You do it with this button. I want to, well, it's not doing anything. The teacher said, because it's stupid. We haven't told the machine what to do. We have to program this computer to do something. And that's what I'm here to teach you how to do, is how to program the computer. In those days, it wasn't, there was only graphics, only text. There was no, no pictures at all. You had to tell the computer what to do. Took hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lines of code to tell a computer what to do. And if you made a mistake, whoops, now you got to go back and figure out what your mistake was. So let's look at life in the same way. We have this lifetime. We do this. I made a mistake. Well, I can't correct it right now because I don't know I didn't make the mistake because the soul is trying to tell you, yes, you did. This is what you should do. But you're not listening. So guess what? Back on the wheel and do it again. But do we have to? We all have the choice. Like I mean, I said, I'm not coming back. We all can make that choice. The soul has always been in control, spiritual soul. And that's the problem with the planet right now. We have all these religious things. I'll call them that because that's what they are. They are things. We've given power to it. We've given, some people have given their lives to it, not understanding that their soul is control, not a little book. And why are they taking the archaeologists are going out and finding the things and saying, that didn't happen, here's the proof, it's written in stone, not written in paper. Because it upsets the apple cart. Well, I think that in the next little while, the apple cart's not only going to be upset, it's going to be turned on fire, it's going to be doused with some magical chemical, and it's going to keep on burning for truth. Because in the end, the only truth on the planet is a law of vibrational energy called love. Animals that you call pets show nothing but unconditional love. They always say the lion lies down with a lamb. What is the meaning of that? The meaning of that is no more killing. That's the meaning of that. No more killing just for the sake of killing. Let's say, for example, that during this ascension process, all the animals in the jungle learn how to take all the energy that they need out of the plasmatic energy that's around us all the time, and they don't have to hunt anymore. Think of that. They do it already. Many years ago, Indy had a problem. The Bengal tiger was dying. So they fenced off a certain part, put the Bengal tigers in there. After a couple of years, they had another problem. There was nothing left to eat for the tigers. Then they took all the fences down. They had to do that so that nature would bring itself back into balance. Man has always thought it's smarter than nature. 
totally, absolutely untrue. The biggest scam they have on this planet is what? The carbon tax. And why do you think that this is true? It's quite simple. The foundation of carbon tax. United Nations calls for an international tax to raise $400 billion to finance development needs, whatever that may be. A tax on carbon dioxide emissions in developed countries. A tax of $25 per ton would raise an estimated $250 billion a year collected by national authorities, but earmarked for international cooperation. Excuse me. The UN is the most corrupt political entity on the planet. The carbon tax that we pay goes directly to the UN as a funding mechanism. There's no science that backs the narrative that they created that CO2 is a pollutant. It's one massive money gram scam. So, to remind everybody that may have got their fingers fixed in the hospital from being broken, that they can call us now at 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841. Those numbers are 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841. This is a radio show for the people to call in. There's not too many shows out there that would allow the people to call in and ask questions about anything. But we do not do any medical consultation nor information. We're not doctors. We're researchers. And what are we researching? Life. Everybody on the planet is in the University of Life, learning whatever course your soul signed up for. It didn't sign a contract. No. It said, okay, we all got around and we said, okay, we're going to go down here. We're going to learn this. But the thing was, when we came through the womb, we kind of forgot stuff. And it took us a while to wake up. But as Amina said, and we've all said, The kids that are here now didn't have and don't have that veil anymore. And that veil is getting thin. Very, very, very thin. Animals see it. Those of us that have awareness and we can relax enough and get it to, you know, when I was in Thailand and I spent time with the monks, And they said, you know, once you learn how to meditate, once you learn how to meditate with your eyes open, then it becomes a way of life. And we're meditating all the time, even when we sleep. 
because that's when the soul goes out into the universe and does all sorts of healing, resting, learning, communication. And that's one thing. We don't know. Really don't know what else is awaiting us once we leave the vibrational energy of the earth. This is why our galactic brothers and sisters are surrounding this whole galaxy and have been within the galaxy for millennia to help us learn. And they can look just like you and I. They can be in any form. Any form. So can you. Your soul has the ability to change your your physical appearance, your skin color, everything. We just have to tap into that part of our soul that we've shut down. Many of us shut a lot of these things down when we were children because we were so open and so aware. And we may have said something that our parents, our teacher, whatever, priest said, no, you can't do that. No, that isn't true. No, no, no. There's no invisible friend. Yes, there is. We've seen them as children. We've played with them. So I'm proud. Oh, that's fine. Leave them alone. But if we really got talking about it, no, no, quiet, quiet. No, supper table. Don't talk about that stuff. It's all true, folks. There are millions and millions and millions and billions and trillions of dimensions. Just like, here's something to ponder on. There are 73 trillion cells within the human body. And each one of those cells has its own awareness of itself and all the other cells within the body. And how many of these cells are running what we call on automatic? You don't have to tell yourself, you got to breathe, you got to pump the air, you got to pump the fluid through this, you got to do this. No. These are things that I say they're built in as part of the operating system of the machine. And we can govern any part of that. Because, you see, Learning how to run this body is a real learning experience. Some babies get up and they walk right away and they go like crazy and some babies take more time. It's just the learning experience of that person. When I observed those kids, there was one little boy, he was probably about a year old, and he seen another little boy. And all he goes down on the floor and he crawls like a madman across the floor. His mom goes and gets him. And I said to her, I said, well, he can walk. He said he loves to crawl because for him it's faster. Smart. He hasn't learned quite how to run on his two feet. But he could sure crawl fast. So this is the awareness of the body, even at that young age, that hmm, this works better than that part. I'll use that. We take those things for granted. But it's a learning experience. 
and we're all here to learn. And it's going to be very interesting on Saturday what is revealed in the meeting in London with Mr. Cash. I don't know if there's going to be press allowed of any kind within the meeting or there is press allowed in any of these meetings, but certain knowledge seekers may or may not come forth with information. We don't know what has been told of what they can say. But you can be assured that because Mr. Cash is in London and he's moved all the things that were in Austria into London now, that London's going to be a major place of learning for the foundation and for the earth. So, in a few minutes, we're going to call upon Don to bring in the music that Penny has chosen. So this is your last chance, listening audience, to call in at 888-429-5471 or 323-744-4841. Any last comments from anyone on the panel before I call on Don for the music? Randy, well, I I'm just going to say I think that four minute meditation to bring peace to the world, um, blaze the violet fire, and, and bring in the emerald green ray of healing. I I work with them a lot, and I I would say that's very empowering. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Omina. Were you going to say something? No, I was just I was just going to say good night to everybody. Yes, that's night. my bedtime, and I'm going to bed as soon as I get off of here. So right. I will night, Omina. Put, put some extra covers on if you're cold. I don't know what it's like where you are. Oh, yeah, it is cold, and that's why I love being in the bed. Because it's, <laughs> I like the room cold, but I like the bed warm. Yes, with you in it. Definitely. <laughs> that's just like, that's one of my pleasures. A good book, a warm bed, and the room can be cold. <laughs> Yes, it's like sleeping outside overnight in a sleeping bag. Well, I won't go that far. <laughs> okay. I I agree with you, um, Omina. I agree <laughs> with you. I like yeah. that too. Yeah, I'll be quite. Com- so anyway, I want to say good night to everybody because the music is going to come on, and I will listen, and then I'm off. And thank you all. Good night, Mina. Thank Good you. Good night, Amina. Thank, Thank you. you for your presence in the, our lives every every week. We love you, and we keep uh, your friend in our hearts, John. Let her, I will let her know that, and she'll be happy. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we have Padme on line one. Greetings. Sorry, I just took a big, deep breath. Uh, Greetings. I want to just say thank you so much to each of you. Uh, What a wonderful show, as always. Um, Just truly, uh, Randy and each of you have such great things to say. And um, uh, I think Omina is really right about the fact that 
they only let her see certain parts and definitely fantastic with the people, but sometimes seeing all of it is too difficult um, for any of us. I feel that's why we have a veil to start with here. Um, and Caroline, thank, uh, I hopped on the YouTube. You, uh, I think every call that you, I mean, uh, the thing that you went over with each of your guests was earlier today was just stunning. I, I think every one of us is under some version of each and everything that you, you covered. So uh, I will listen many more times and take it to heart. It just really uh, resonated with me. So uh, I cried at the end. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you. So glad you were there. It, it, oh, thank you. I, I just see every time you brought forth somebody, you know, who was asking something about, you know, just like the, even the thing about the bladder, I think uh, it, it becomes a, 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 I think the bladder is in some kind of knee-jerk reaction, and I think the gallbladder is a little stuffed up and or, I mean, indecision. Anyway, it just uh Everything was fantastic. I'm, I'm not uh, uh, saying it the way, as eloquently as I'd like to, but thank you. And um, Tara and Rama, um, thank you. And Penny, that was lovely. Uh, galactic coverage. Yes, uh, we are here to ascend in all the right ways. Um, and uh, I just wanted to remind everyone, uh, if and they can, please contribute so Tara and Rama can keep their lights and, and radio on for us and everything else. So. Um, just lots of love and light, and may the force be with each of you and everyone out there. So thank you, and sweet dreams. Thank, thank you, Pat. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Much love. I'll sign off, and, and uh, may the lions protect each of you, too, <laughs> in the right way. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye-bye. Okay, Dawn, let's have some tunes. <laughs>